to another episode of I Want to Speak to the Principal. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Milstead, and as always, I'm honored to be joined by the amazing, talented, and dynamic Mr. William Jeffrey. Well, as my grandpa would sometimes say, all good things must eventually come to an end, and so has the summer for so many school-age students. That's right, that dreaded time has come for children to return back to school. But not everyone has a gloomy spirit. Parents across the country are celebrating, albeit many on the DL, knowing that their utility and grocery bills be returning back to normal. But on a more serious note, the opening of school is a very exciting time for students. The anticipation of attending a new school, being promoted to a new grade level, involvement in the extracurricular activities and sports, and even starting school for the first time are all reasons students look forward to returning to school after the summer. Students have revealed, however, that their greatest joy in returning is to seeing their friends again. You would think that with all the technology we have for staying connected, especially with social media, this would not be the, the forefront from students. It just goes to show you though, that the impact that physical relationships have on social, emotional, and even academic makeup of our students. It is a widely held belief of those outside the field of education that when school is out for the summer, that everyone in the schoolhouse is on vacation for those two days. That's quite the contrary. You see, many administrators work throughout the summer getting school ready for the opening day of school. In today's episode, we want to look at some of the things a principal can do to ensure a flawless first day of school. So sit back, relax, and join us for another great episode of I Want to Speak to the Principal. What's happening? Ain't nothing, man. It is school time again. It's time to go back. Time to go back. School time. Yeah. School time. <laughs> you like you a little too happy over there, man. Hey, man, you know I'm a parent and an educator, so uh, uh-huh. uh, I have joy. I know. I know. Both ways. Huh? <laughs> Deep down in my soul. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's that time of year again, man. Everybody's ready to go back to school. And as you know, here in Texas, we don't start school actually until the last, uh, the final month. Monday in August, uh, a week prior to uh, uh, Labor Day. So uh, we still got, well, that's the, that's the official day to go back. Some schools have had a waiver in which they've gone back earlier, and that waiver was given by the state uh, because of Hurricane Harvey last year. So, uh, but for the most part, we got most of our schools that are going to be going back either this week, this uh, the upcoming Monday, or the following Monday, the 27th. Excellent. So uh, this is our catching up episode. Yes, uh, it is. Segment, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's do some catching up. Hey, all right. Well, this is, like you said, this is episode four, man. We four in. Man, four in, yeah. four deep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about it. I think this is going to probably be one of our best ones ever man i i am really just enjoying podcasting and talking with you and mm. and, and laughing with you on and off the mic uh, yeah well we we got a lot of stories to tell and i hope we don't tell some of them on this yeah on, we gotta watch <laughs> some of the stories you tell. there you go there you go there you go so um aretha franklin just passed away today yeah man that uh, that uh, that's uh that was a uh, well it really wasn't a shocker it was kind of anticipated because uh, from what i understand she had been ill for quite some time but uh, aretha was truly the queen 
man. She was uh, she was an angelic voice, and, and in my opinion, man, she was probably the the best uh, female vocalist uh, of our time. Uh, just dynamic. You know, I don't know why I didn't know this, but just recently seeing her on like YouTube uh, with Smokey Robinson, mm-hmm. I didn't know she could play the piano. Yeah, actually, uh, I found out today because, you know, CNN has been kind of broadcasting this thing all week. And uh, I mean, all day that is. And I uh, just found out today that actually she took uh, a lot of lessons at Juilliard. You know, back in the day, her, her dad was Reverend C.L. Franklin out of Memphis, uh, Tennessee. And she really kind of played by what we used to call play by, play by ear, just kind of play music. But after she became, um, uh, 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 you know, a singer, a, a professional singer, uh, uh, I understand she used to uh, go to Juilliard quite a bit and, and take uh, piano lessons. She's so. an amazing talent. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was, man. She had those hits, Ain't No Way, Rock Steady, Natural Rummer, Respect, Think. That's all for your time, Big Will. So <laughs> I know you, you don't better, know nothing about that. Get, hey, we don't yeah. want to break no copyright. You better no. think, think, think. All right, now watch out that. Watch out. I know you're supposed to be talking now. I'm going to be singing a little bit yeah, on this thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, man, yes, yeah, a, a great talent that will uh, never be forgotten, man. We love Aretha. Yeah, we love you, Aretha. Yeah. In our episode this week, we're discussing uh, the principal's role in leading the schools for the first day, on the first day of school, that is. And I'm joined today by uh, a very dynamic principal, uh, Dr. Joe Coleman. Dr. Coleman is principal at North Shore High School in Galena Park ISD, uh, where uh, he leads almost 4,000 students. He has one of the biggest schools in the state of Texas, and uh, I may go on to say one of the biggest schools uh, in the entire nation. Dr. Coleman, how are you today? I'm doing well, Dr. Milstead. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Dr. Coleman, thank you for coming on our show. We'd like to you tell us a little bit, Dr. Coleman, about what are what what do you do? in order to prepare for a successful first day of school? Well, Dr. Milstead, as you know, being a former principal, we start planning for the first day of school. Uh, we started planning actually several months ago, probably uh, early spring, because at that time we start looking out at our campus improvement plan. And so we look, we do a needs assessment and we look at what we need to put in our campus improvement plan, which will lead us to, uh, towards, uh, working on our goals for the, uh, new school year. So that's kind of a big picture. And then, of course, at the same time, we're working on the master schedule. So I'm not at the first day of school yet. I'm, do, I'm in the spring leading up to the first day of school. Because if go. we don't do these, these things that I'm talking about, the first day of school is going to be a disaster. Yeah. So, uh, we do our campus planning, and then, of course, in the spring, we're also working on the master schedule, and we do that all the way through the summer. We're still currently working on it, working out conflicts schedules and of course also during the summer we're working on hiring good quality staff right and uh, so leading up to the first day of school we want to make sure that our building is safe and clean and we've got classrooms assigned to teachers and we've double checked those things and uh, our building uh, look good and then of course we're we get our new teachers back and we get our veteran teachers back and then we have uh, several weeks of staff development. Then we're coming up to the first day of school. 
And uh, Dr. Milstead, as we prepare for the first day of school, what I do here on my campus is I complete an action plan. Mm-hmm. And that action plan, we we meet with my whole uh, entire administrative team, which is about 10 other administrators. And we uh, go over everything that we think could happen on the first day of school and we address it. Right. So that, that we start out uh, looking at which period we're going to send all of our students to, where they're going to pick up their schedules. Uh, that's also our first day count, which is very, very important. You don't get that first day count right, then it's a problem all year long. So we work on that first day count, and then we have we have a uh, we have a plan in place for students that are at dual credit, students that are going to cosmetology off campus, students that's going to the ninth grade school. So that's a variety of things that we take in place to make sure that we don't leave any student out the first day. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that is very thorough, uh, uh, Dr. Coleman. <laughs> Actually, uh, at the beginning of this broadcast, one of the things that uh, I, uh, I, I kind of reminded our, our listening audience of is that a lot of times at the end of the school year, uh, folks think that everyone goes home for the summer. But what you have done is just validated what I've told them is that uh, that's not quite the case for principals. You're very entire summer right. and doing some of those things that you just mentioned in order to uh, have a very successful opening day of school. Right, and, and and I still did not get into, although I gave you a touch of the first day of school, when I say I create an action plan, that means I go line by line, and we have a specific action and a plan for everything we're going to do. Uh, uh, kids getting into classes and getting into the appropriate classes, uh, first day count, uh, lunch, uh, when we're going to go over uh, uh, transportation, uh um, um, when we're gonna, we also have what we call students who have not verified or re-registered for school, or right. we have students who have a schedule from last year, but they haven't verified that they're gonna be in our district for this year. So we have a, a a chance, a time to where we call all those students in one room and talk to them about the importance of registering, or they're gonna be withdrawn. So it's a whole, it's a full day process up until the end of school. So it's it's a step by step by it's a step by step process. Procedure, so we don't leave anything out. We don't have any students lost. Those type of things. Wow, that sounds like a like a uh, like a pretty comprehensive plan uh, that you guys have, there, Dr. Coleman. And man, just I, I can't imagine. I've never ever worked in a school quite as large as yours. How many students do you do you have, Dr. Coleman? Well, here's here's the way it is, Dr. Milstead. We have a total of about 4,800 students in our at North Shore High School. Now, what we've done, uh, about 1,100 of those students are at the ninth grade center, which is an independent uh, school, but it's still a a part of our school. This year, what makes my action plan much, much, much more difficult is we're opening up a brand new tenth grade center. Oh, wow. So I have to work in conjunction with the 10th grade school, which is right next to mine, because <laughs> we share a lot of students. And so we not only do I have to make sure my first day count is correct for the 11th and 12th grade, I also have to work with that principal to make sure that the 10th grade count is correct and making sure that they're in the places where they need to be. So we created an action plan, and they created an action plan, but it mirrors mine. And so yeah. two principals and two schools really working together to make sure we have about 3,500 kids ready to go first day of school. Oh, that is that's quite impressive. Dr. Coleman, just remind me, how long have you been a, a principal? 
Uh, this has started my seventeenth um, year as a high school principal. Uh, and how, how long has it been at uh, 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 North Shore High School? This is beginning my seventh year at North Shore High School as as principal, and starting my twenty uh, eighth year in education. Wow! Now, what other schools have you led besides North Shore, Dr. Coleman? My first high school principalship was at San Angelo Central High School, which is in West Texas, and it's a very large, it's one of the largest high schools in West Texas. Then I became the principal of Willow Ridge High School, which is in Fort Bend uh, ISD, and I later became a principal at Northeast High School, that's in the Kansas City Public Schools, and I'm currently serving as principal at North Shore Senior High, and this is my seventh year here. Well, that's quite an impressive uh, record, Dr. Coleman. You had a, had a lot of first day of opening school experience, and uh, I am uh, I'm very thankful that uh, you were able to take time out of your very busy uh, schedule and uh, share uh, some of that knowledge with us. Uh, I know that you are a uh, you and I attended the mighty Purdue A and M University right. and worked on our master's degree. Can you tell right. our audience where you received your doctorate degree from? I earned my doctorate degree from Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Okay. But I always tell uh I always tell uh my my teachers and the people that I talk to, I got my uh my uh, my start at Prairie View A and M University uh in educational leadership and then I went to Baylor University and kinda of polished it off. So <laughs> that's why I started the school. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you like to send a shout out to uh, any of those uh those fat brothers of yours, uh the nukes, where the nukes are, where the nukes are. That's Kappa Alpha Psi. What it, what it. Hey, I had to let you get that in. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> hey, I wanted to say, I wanted to say one other thing to, to, to your listeners, if, 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 if you would allow me. Uh, one of the other things that I did not mention that is, is important for all schools in, during this time is safety. So safety is another main uh, focus that we put into our action plan. I mean, in everything we do and everything that we plan, we're planning for the safety of all of our students to get to school, have a good, safe uh, learning environment, get to eat, know which buses they need to get on, and that they get home safely. So we don't leave the school until, until late that night. There you go. That, and that, and that, I, I agree. I certainly concur with you. We did an episode here, I think it was our – first episode that was on school safety uh, and the importance of uh, everyone in the learning environment, particularly those adults in the learning environment, making sure that schools are safe and that the students are safe while they're at school. Dr. Coleman, again, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And uh, and, uh, uh, I think you guys open up when next week or when are you opening school? We'll we'll be opening up school the 22nd, which is Wednesday. Wednesday the 22nd, we'll be opening. We'll be here ready for our students. Well, I know you will, Dr. Coleman. Like I said, it sounds like you have a a great comprehensive plan. And uh, thank you again, Dr. Coleman, so much. And uh, we'll we'll be getting together. All right. Thank you, Dr. Milstead, and I appreciate y'all talking with me. Absolutely. Have a great evening. All right. Have a good school year. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. This starts our segment with Dr. Milstead. We want to speak to the principal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc, you have eight leadership tips to a flawless opening day. There you go. First of all, this title is off the chain. 
Well, it, it's the truth, though. <laughs> flawless. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, flawless is a word that I put in there just to kind of catch the, the eye of the reader. However, you know, there, there are some small things that can happen in any well-prepared day of school. Uh, but uh, I've used these uh, these eight steps, uh, tips that is, in the past uh, 18 years as principal at three different schools, and uh, they have all uh, equated to a very successful opening day of school. Good job. So the first one that you have on here is obvious, but to some, I, I have seen both ways on this one. Mm -hmm. So uh, your first one. And I'll tell you about my experience of what I've seen. But give us your first tip. My first tip, be visible. I mean, as the principal, that first day of school, man, you have to be out in those hallways uh, letting the people see the principal. Everyone wants to know who's in charge, who's in control. And as principal, this is your time to shine. This is your time for it, let everybody see all the hard work that you and your leadership team have been doing over the summer in order to get to school uh, where it's supposed to be. It's a good time to be out there uh, talking with parents, uh, meeting and greeting students, uh, walking up and down the hallway. And what this does is when you're out there being visible, uh, Will, is that you're showing parents that you care about your kids, you care about the school, you're also setting an example for teachers and you're showing that, hey, you're monitoring to make sure everything is going the way it's supposed to and that you're there in the event to support them if anything uh, needs to be readjusted. Gotcha. And so I've never been a principal, but what I didn't realize is something that we talked about offline and you said that this is your curtain call because everybody's watching you. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. And, and particularly those that are new to the school and don't know you. Uh, they And also new, 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 new teachers too. So yeah, everybody's watching what the principal is doing. If they see that you know that you're you're transitioning throughout the school, uh, uh, making sure that everything is going the way it's supposed to be. You know, let's face it, you you know you're 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 the captain. And uh, everybody knows this is your ship, so they want to so want to see how you're going to set it, set it, set out, sell it. And so it's that's why it's, it's vitally important that you be visible, uh, being there again, doing any type of troubleshooting that you can, and just uh, letting everybody see that you got things under control. Even in some cases, when you don't, I mean, even if even if there's some some things that look like that that may be out of your control, you have to still like you say, fake it till you make it. You got to still act like, hey, I still got it under control. You know, just stay calm and keep yourself composed because the way that you present yourself is is, uh, is certainly indicative of how the, the, the outside the, the community is going to see the school. Oh, man, that's, that's really good advice mm -hmm. off that first one. Yeah, absolutely. Second one mm -hmm. is uh, communicate often. Well, you know, a key role to integrate leader is effective communication. And while you're in the hallways, need to be chatting it up a little bit. You see students that needs a help, need, maybe need help, get into a classroom, give them directions on how to get there. You may, in some cases, I've even walked the kids to a particular classroom that first day. Mm -hmm. uh, you have kids that don't have a schedule, you're directing them to the counselor's office. Uh, new parents to the school that may have questions, you said you're taking your time, you're ask, answering their questions. Just communicating. Not only communicating uh, as you walk through the hallways, but also coming on the PA system, uh, just letting uh, uh, you know, uh, letting kids know 
uh, where they need to be during this particular period. So a couple, three times on the, on the, in the day, coming on the PA system, letting them hear your voice as the leader, letting them hear you giving directions where to go, again, gives, the, gives, uh, gives them a sense that, you know, that they're safe and that the school is being, that it's, that's, it's under control by the principal. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, I want to take a look at the um, patience aspect. Your, your third one says demonstrate patience. Yeah, that, that's that. Now tell me about that. Well, the first day of school can be sort of hectic. I mean, you may have planned this thing out to the ninth degree, but still there's a possibility that some things may not go the way they're supposed to. As I told you a little earlier, sometimes you may have a teacher uh, she only supposed to have 25 kids in her class, and she looks up, and then there are are 45 in there. So one of the things that you have to do is show patience. Uh, go, you know, talk to the teacher, let her know that you're gonna get it, that you're gonna get things all squared away. Uh, be calm. Uh, kids coming to you, I can't get my locker open. Just help, take your time, help them ask questions that parents may have. Um, just, you know, just a myriad of things. Just, just showing patience and tolerance. And that goes along with, again, you're setting the example. And so folks are watching you real carefully. Um, don't rush anyone or dismiss anybody's concern. Yeah, that's big. That's yeah, big just, don't, just ask, ask, answer the question. If you don't know the answer to the question, just a minute, Ms. Jones, you and I are going to find out how this works together. So take your time. Again, it's a very anxious day for just about everybody. But you, as the principal, have to always be under control and feel that you and let everybody know that I'm handling I got it. What I like about what I just heard was that even though you're the leader, you don't have to have all the answers. No, you don't. And I think a lot of times we, I've seen people, and I'm going to also talk about myself, where I just have to give the answer. Right. And what I'm hearing you say that you don't have to give right. the answer. Right. There you go. That's, there, right you go. The there you go. There you go. There you go. We're going to find out find out how this thing works together. Yes. So just being patient, you know, like I said, showing some tolerance, um, just, you know, just, just trying to help out as much as you can. And letting letting people know that hey you know we gonna work this thing out we got it under control and I think that gives folks a so tell me about number four well will that's that's having everyone to to adapt to school routines on that routines and procedures on that first day a vital component to the success of the first day of school is everyone immediately adapting into the school routines and procedures from the beginning of the day to its closing. You should facilitate a normal day of expectations from all members of the learning com- uh, learning community. So, if you start school at every day, start school at eight o'clock, you start on that first day at eight o'clock. I don't care how many kids are running, you let them know, hey, today's the first day. We on our same routine. Uh, after the, if you start the pledge on that at, at 8.05, start, have that pledge the first day at 8.05. Students start transitioning at 8.15, get them into that routine that very first day. Uh, again, that shows that you have high expectations. You come on the PA system, you let students know that you, ex- you know they can do it and that you expect them to do it and for them to get it done. Exactly. You know, I got to pause here because I said I'm going to stop saying exactly so much <laughs> when I agree with you. So yeah. I'm going to say... Uh, right on. <laughs> Number five, talk to me about that one. Well, you know, as much as you plan for the success for a first day of school, inevitably something is going to happen, and something may happen, that is. So what you want to do is you always want to have a contingency plan. Uh, for instance, be prepared for issues that are, may arrive from school registration, classroom overcrowding, crowding, students who don't have schedules, student lunches, uh, building power outages or, or computer glitches, 
uh, kids, missing buses, just have a plan to address unforeseen problems. Uh, that, what that does is that demonstrates to all members of the learning community uh, that your commitment and insightfulness of being an effective school leader. I like that. And I also like what you referenced earlier mm -hmm. about just being cool and calm. There you go. There you go. The there you go. You have that plan, but man, do it with yeah, yeah, be smooth. Smooth. <laughs> like like uh, yeah. uh Barry White. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Barry White's move. There you go. Yeah. To debrief. Well, then that's at the close of the day. Now after the school day has closed, uh, then what you do is you bring in all your 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 leadership team together. And uh, what you guys do is just have a very honest and transparent conversation about those things that went well during the school day, those things that you may need to change also. Uh, teachers should be encouraged to present their concerns regarding the open the day of school to their department chair. The department chairs then will present this information in the debriefing. It's important that the staff sees that the principal is listening to them and encouraging their input from that first day. You can't see everything. There are some things that have gone on in that first day that you may need to change or adjust, and uh, and the, the, the teachers may have seen it, but you, you know that you or your staff may not have 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 have, have, have saw that. Yeah. So uh, you know this this format kind of establishes a relationship of trust between you and and the uh, and the teachers. Uh, number seven. Uh, number seven is a huge one, man. That's uh, once y'all, once you're, you and your leadership team have gotten together and y'all debriefed, you've talked about the positive and those and, and, the, and the negative things that may have had uh, that may have occurred. Now, what you want to do now is start implement, start implementing those changes and adjustments. Uh, once the debriefing has been concluded, then it's the principal responsibility to ensure that any changes or adjustments to the first day of school and upcoming days are done. Uh, there should be a timeline should be established as to when the changes. Or adjustments are be to be completed, and all the staff should know. Now they know that hey, you know, he just wasn't telling us to do something. Actually, they are acting upon these changes in order to make the school year better and making maybe our next first day uh, even run a little bit more smoother. Like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so last but not least, and fight. I'm gonna pause right here uh, uh, because when we was talking about this, we were putting our episodes together. Yeah. You said mm -hmm. keep it tight. Keep it right. There you go. Yeah, right? yeah. And I really like that synopsis how you did it. So before we hit that last right. one, right. I like that. Was did you did you say that to yourself? Or how'd you get that that little slogan? Well, my keeping it tight, keeping it right means that I'm writing it down. Yeah. You know, once we've once we've made those changes, man, I'm I'm, I'm writing it down, I'm documenting it. Uh, I'm, I'm, so next year this time, these things that may have been mishaps, they, you know, we, we'll be ready for those type of things. So just write it down. Just keep this documentation. I used to have uh, my first principal, Dr. Ted Merrill, would always tell me that it's imperative that principals keep a journal and document it, it, it on a daily basis, even in small things. You know, things that went right, things that they may need to change, but just keep a documentation, and then that way you can always go back to that, to that what you put in writing, and make those, like I said, necessarily changes. And also, people can, your teachers can also see that you have it in writing, and everyone on would know exactly what type of changes or adjustments need to be made. So this is something I'm gonna say about you. I, you didn't know I was watching you. 
mm-hmm. but you have these several of these little books that you keep around where you writing stuff down all the, the time. Oh. I'm like, man, what the heck is he writing? <laughs> now I know. Yeah. You are a documentary. All the time. Okay. And I go I go back to him a lot of times because, uh, again, I learned this uh, from Dr. Theodore Merrill almost 25 years ago, man, as a leader. Like you know, you, you write your thoughts down. You you know you write situations down. What happened in this particular situation? Because inevitably it'll happen again. And if you have it written down, you can always refer back to your notes and uh, and the, the things that you did to make the changes or make the corrections. You have it right there. You ain't got to rethink that whole process anymore. Man, that's a that's a good knowledge for a young buck like myself. I'm yeah. not really a young buck. I'm just trying to make myself look better. Yeah. When I really am, but I'm really not that young. Well, you know, the purpose of our show is just trying to help out, man, principals, those in leadership capacities, and uh, just trying to give them as much knowledge about uh, uh, school leadership as possible. So I'm glad that uh, these uh, these eight uh, these eight uh, uh, leadership tips to a flawless opening day of school can be of help. Doc, I want you to leave us with some closing thoughts because, but first of all, I'm gonna talk first, okay? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk. Okay. So this was a really good episode, powerful for me because I have never been a principal. Right. Um, we heard some really good information from mm-hmm. some great principals, mm-hmm. and then you hit us with the insight again. Right. I need some closing words of wisdom. Yeah. Well, you know, well, just just a few things. First of all, you know, it's a widely held belief among most administrators, those who have been principal for quite some time, that the opening day of school really kind of sets the tone for how that entire school year is going to go. Uh, I believe that, you know, there's something immeasurably inherent about positive beginnings to any endeavor, but particularly uh, with opening a school. Uh, as we heard Dr. Coleman say, it's important that you're very organized during the summer. You and your staff have, have gotten everything together and you, you, you've tried to, you've made an attempt that is to, to identify any unforeseen uh, things that, may, have, that may, may occur and have a plan for it. The key though is safety too in the school because this is a time that a lot of transition is going on. People are coming in and out of the school. You don't know exactly who those folks may be. So it's important that you and your staff watch out and be watching. You see anything that looks unusual, out of the ordinary, make sure that your staff and and, uh, and, uh, parents are reported to someone. Uh, So, but but it's it's a very exciting time of the year. The opening school is a very exciting time, but it's important, it's important, again, that you make that day as flawless as you possibly can, and that requires planning and preparation. All right, man, so that was an excellent episode. Yes, yes, it was. Well, I'm glad we got an opportunity to kind of share some information about uh, the opening of school, particularly, like I said, because here in the state of Texas, school will be opening in the next week and next couple of weeks or so. So what is our next episode? Well, the next episode we're going to talk about is uh, high-stakes testing. I think uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, high-stakes testing. That's the maker or breaker of your principalship, <laughs> whether or not your scores are up. So we'll, we'll, we'll explore the high-stakes testing on our next episode. The views 
thoughts and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. 